Welcome everyone to Gabby with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show, Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 254, baby! 254. How are we doing, James? I'm good, Johnny. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm a little bit hungry, but you know. Ooh, I'm with you there. I'm pretty excited for dinner tonight. What you be... gonna make? Uh, I don't know. Probably just some noodles with some uh, freezer chicken. But pretty stoked on it because it's food. Nice. Now, clarifying question: Are you going to defreeze the chicken? Uh, I'm not, Johnny. It's a special dish I have. I make super hot noodles, and then I just chuck the frozen chicken in there, and I just eat it as fast as possible. That sounds great. You know who'd love that? Our guest. Uh, <laughs> he sure would. Ladies and gentlemen, speaking of trash food, please welcome Mr. Joe Strick. We call it cold chicky surprise in my house. That's <laughs> what it's called. Is that right? It's a Midwestern yeah. delicacy. The, su- the surprise is that it is cold. <laughs> uh, what kind of noodles? Uh, real quick, uh, Sal Bando. Salvatore Leonard Bando, career average of 254 over the course of, uh, looks like, 15 seasons with the Oakland A's and the Milwaukee Brewers. What nice. what years did he play? 1966 to 81. Mm. And he was the first Italian in the league? He broke the um, Italian barrier? It doesn't say here, but I'm going to assume yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's probably for the best that they don't publicize that, because like... Well, actually, they do. It's going to be a sequel to 42. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just one. Yeah. <laughs> What's the sequel uh, of 42 I, called? One. It's one. for the one Italian guy. It's they're, just ba- they're both baseball movies about the first guy who did a thing. I think we're getting into pretty like fertile territory of there's a lot of batting averages that we're coming up to in this range. Yeah, Shockingly, more difficult to find the, the batting averages as you go higher to a point. Like I'm in a kind of a dead zone here where it's like the highest averages of all time stop around like 280 something and then everything between 250 and 285 is like we don't we don't know there's a whole million of guys that's the usual average yeah for so guys. you're just are you you're just pulling names out of a hat essentially kind of i'm i'm doing uh very intense google searches for uh in quotes batting average career batting average and then adjacent and then dot two five then... yeah yeah exclude must exclude italian <laughs> yeah 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 we, we... <laughs> <laughs> we here at the Binging with Babbage podcast do not support MLB's decision to allow Italians into No, the I don't think Sicilian, Siciliani should uh, play in the league. <laughs> Get him out of here. Uh, anyhow, thank you for having me, boys. It's great to be here. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Um, what now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we find out what kind of noodles James is going to have, and then we uh, end uh, the podcast. The, the Mamafuku noodles. The, 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 Excuse me. The, uh, Leave my mom out of this. <laughs> um the dave chang um home at home noodles they're very good ramen yeah well not nice. ramen well that's no... they're a little thicker right yeah they're like uh they're like asian linguine i'd call them you know that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, while while not supporting italians right to play in the major league baseball they got pasta pretty good they did <laughs> i'll give i'll give them credit there they are the originators yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah, they're delicious. There's like soy and spicy soy variations. They're great. 
Highly recommend. I see that there's five different flavors. Did you get the variety pack? I haven't gotten the new. There's been two new flavors. I haven't gotten the, the two new flavors to try yet. I haven't seen them at my Wegmans. There's uh, Beast Wars, Blue Raspberry, and uh, I'm just trying to think of fun, silly 90s <laughs> flavors. <laughs> the Soy and Scallion is what I have, and the Spicy Soy is also what I have. Got it. I'm seeing both of those. And then there's also sweet and spicy noodles. Haven't had that one yet. Want to try spicy that. Spicy chili noodles. Want to try that. That sounds really good. And then the ting- and then- the, the green one, the tingly, that's okay. Yeah, tingly ch- uh, chili. Yeah, that one's noodles. okay. What I'm not hearing is more fun variations on my sort of fun fruity flavors. You know, <laughs> sort of like a, <laughs> like a banana nut muffin noodles, say. There's also the sour noodles. That's what that's what he has. He has the oh, sour, so like yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. a like a sour patch kid. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, boys, how are our lives? How are our eating? Joey was in Chicago. Did you eat lots of Chicago treats? Uh, I did have some Chicago treats. I ate at Portillo's. I went on a little solo solo adventure to Portillo's and got you got a little hot doggy. I didn't get a hot dog. I got uh, an Italian beef with gravy, extra gravy. Which is just to say that they soak it in the... That's where they dunk the whole sandwich, right? It's one less than that, but they might as well have dunked it. It's like, what do you mean uh, one less? They, they, their three styles are like no gravy, Portillo style, which is where they like put extra... Oh, they por- pour it over on, it. but they don't dunk it yet. And then dunked is just here. The bread is, the bread okay, is so just they, a okay, suggestion. So they, waterboard, they waterboard the sandwich yeah. instead of actually drowning here's, it. Here's an untenable wet lump of bread and meat yeah, <laughs> is yeah, dunking yeah. it. Have you done the wettest? I must have last year because I remember. I, I feel like you got to do them all to at least you know for science, <laughs> right? Sort of Goldilocks it. Um, That's right. But I got that. I got some onion rings, which were phenomenal, and uh, a cake shake because you got to get a cake shake. It's delicious. That's fun. Um, we also went to a place called Armitage Ale House, which I highly recommend you looking up the uh, menu for. It's a British style like fancy pub. So they had like some Indian influenced dishes where there's like curry and stuff, but then there's also like meat pies and actually something that's relevant for this episode. But anyhow, it was really good. Nice. Way to go to the middle of the country to get British and <laughs> Indian food. That's honestly, where else do you go? I don't understand what's funny. Yeah. <laughs> did you have any pizza? We did not have any pizza. They don't have that well, in Chicago. They have back. a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> get get on a plane tonight, Joe. You you owe us. <laughs> uh no we couldn't uh fit it into the schedule unfortunately but had a great time it was negative 26 degrees by the time we left Oof, that rules i love that i yeah. want that give me that <laughs> like truly i give me the coldest it can possibly be <laughs> despite sitting in my <laughs> in my house right now with a towel wrapped around my feet and my headphones over my hood because i'm freezing. i was wondering about that yeah uh, i'm just cold i don't know i just so, i could turn the heat up but then i have to pay for heat and it's like i don't want to do right. that so right right just keep right. it at a keep it at a nice 68 you said and you said towel around the around the feet james have you heard of blankets um i have uh the blanket the way i'm sitting the blanket gets caught underneath my chair too much gotcha. it's a little unwieldy I see. Um, and so the towel works pretty well. I thought you were going to say, like, the blanket is being used by my wife. Like, you guys just share a blanket. We have one, bl- <laughs> we have yeah, one yeah, yeah. blanket. 
Um, I, there, there is a specific joy of when you're too cold in your home and you take a hot shower, just feeling your like body temporized. That's mm-hmm. a very specific pleasure of life. Yes, my favorite is to be cold all day, truly all day, and then right before bed, get in, take a screaming hot shower, <laughs> get nice and hot, and then slip into bed, and then you're nice and toasty in bed. Ooh, mama's that I, nice. What I've been enjoying doing too is uh, you shower at the end when you're working from home shower at the end of the work day as a little like like mental separation oh. and then you get all warm and then you're just on your couch all warm the rest of the night oh, that's a nice I thing like that, that i enjoy doing okay Bad. interesting i, I will look- say as much as i was complaining about paying for it there are also days where it's fun to be like you know what fuck it 73 on Crank the old thermostat dude i'm take i'm wearing shorts around the house today that's what's <laughs> happening just get it up there and be like let's go <laughs> what do you normally keep in the thermostat at 68 during the day 62 at night 62 at night is wild but i was, wait, wait why is that wild I don't know. We, we keep ours at 60. Oh, I, I turn ours straight off at night because I want to get it. <laughs> Here's a question for you, though, John. Are you the one who gets up first? Usually, yes. Okay, because I don't ever really have to suffer the consequences of that. I was like, oh, right. I said yeah, yeah, 62. Yeah. Olivia's usually up like two hours before me, so she goes downstairs and turns on the air downstairs. Yeah, right. The upstairs We're also get- Still is cool, but the heat from down, downstairs floats up, so it's never really at sixty two. It's usually like sixty four when I get up. Right. Yeah. We're also getting the benefit of being the third floor, so we get the heat rising. Oh from. yeah. What's yep. interesting is I think I've told this on the podcast. The ice cream show up below my uh, apartment closed, and a uh, fancy pants bakery from uh, Greenpoint that has lines out the door every day is opening up at second location below us, which could be a problem, but. Uh, what I didn't realize is last winter how much that ice cream shop's heat helped, and they're closed right now. Oh, so our hallway no. is drafty, and like it's mm-hmm. not, we're not getting as much residual. Yeah, heat you were getting from subsidized below. heat. From, yeah. That's right <laughs> from the ice cream, but place. no more. Which you wouldn't expect from the ice cream place. You'd expect you it to be frigid. keep it cold, <laughs> so that their product doesn't melt. <laughs> yeah, that's why they probably went out of business. They always melted ice cream from all the heat being turned up. Yeah. I did see a TikTok last night of someone just put their stand mixer outside their home and like plugged it in through the window and just had it churning making ice cream. Oh wow. <laughs> what a what a silly thing to do. Isn't that a fun idea? Yeah. I like good. that. It's a real lemons lemonade type situation. <laughs> so my favorite sorry, it's a Paul F. Tompkins thing he says in one of his uh in one of his jokes, he's like, This guy, he's a real lemons into lemonadezer. that is the modifier is very funny to me anyway johnny what have you eaten oh you know i haven't eaten in three to four days and uh (laughs) oh right because you're still doing that thing right no um i've been i've been using i've been cooking a lot over the weekends which has been a nice when you're doing whole 30 you have to do a lot of like meal preppy type stuff but i've been very much enjoying it i've been i made a chili this weekend and i also made another round of joey made chili Chili boys we both made chilies this weekend Nice. Did yours not have any uh, uh, Whole30 non-compliant ingredients like legumes? Um, no, we do have lentils. Is lentils legumes? Yeah, wait, wait, hang on. <laughs> All right, I have questions here. So many. You made a, Johnny, you made a chili without beans in it? That's right. And Joe, you made a chili with lentils in no, it? No, no, no. We made a different thing with lentils in it. Uh, our okay. My chili had two different kinds of beans along okay. with meat. Okay, sorry. Johnny, An original Texas-style chili does not have beans to begin okay, with. Okay, I guess They're, it's fair. It's just a however, meat sauce, isn't it? That's not that's not what I made. Uh, 
I made just a whole 30, you know, chili. But it's, it's very good. I think I uh, did a very nice job with it. I was very pleased. Um, I, I made for hours, I made a... For uh, hours? For mine and Amanda's. Oh, oh, hours. Yes. Not like, I thought you were saying, for hours I toiled over the stove. <laughs> <laughs> you know, chili, that incredibly time-intensive thing yeah. to make? Uh, <laughs> no, I made, a, um, I got dried ancho chilies and made a little paste with them along Ooh, with some spices. And then kind of added some broth to it. And then, yeah, made a paste. And then that was like the flavor nugget that I dropped in once once everything had kind of like come to temp. That's beautiful. It was great. I also, uh, fun thing, uh, did not drain the beans. So it wound up being a little more liquidy than I would have anticipated. Uh, but James, per your stand-up bit from eight years ago, that's where all the flavor is. So That's where all the flavor is. But <laughs> also, I mean, you got to drain the beans, but you don't have to wash the beans. Yeah, I. But also, listen. that is where all the flavor is. So you're not. It's not the end of the world. It worked so out. So you got. So you get a little soupier thing, and then it's just tastier. It's, yeah, fine. it worked out very nice. I mean, I'm check very... your blood pressure because that's like the most sodium in the world. But like, you're you're all right. Yeah, and I didn't stop adding salt after that. So. <laughs> Anyhow, Johnny, uh, Johnny how how's weight? Are you still going down in weight, or are you? How are you doing? How are you feeling? Yeah, I I I told that I weighed myself at like midnight on January first, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which so you I have cheated. to you have to do. Yeah, yeah. Right. I cheated. So I'm down like ten right now. Ooh, pretty good. Yeah. Ten pounds in twenty two days. It <laughs> seems mm-hmm. unhealthy. <laughs> I uh made the mistake of weighing myself today, um, when I have other than not drinking, made no discernible changes to my diet really. Uh but I also am strong. <laughs> No, Joe, I'm with you. I I weighed myself yesterday. Yeah. And also after having made no discernible changes to my diet or activity levels, and I was exactly the same as I was on New Year's Day. Can you believe it? Yeah. It's crazy. It's almost like if you change nothing, you kind of just stay exactly where you are. Doctors hate him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I I am not all the way there. Like, I am a little bit better than you because I am working out and feel awesome. So pretty cool well uh, i had some extenuating cir- circumstances re- uh stopping me from going to the gym namely that i wasn't home for a week so yeah oh you, you can't you do push-ups like on the plane come on <laughs> <laughs> um the important point is this i also made a another whole 30 lasagna with the leftover butternut squash that i had and the leftover cashew cheese that i had made and then i made another meat sauce so i made a lasagna and then i also made homemade almond milk this weekend those Ooh. were two of the worst sentences. I hated that so much. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I, I read hated, an email you wrote today. I hated that. I I wanted you to stop talking almost as soon as you started talking. It's pretty good. I think if you tried it, James. This is, oh, <laughs> you said butternut squash, and I was like, I want you to shut up. I want you to shut your fucking mouth right now. It is going to be a bummer when I'm 45 years old and my friends are all dead. Hey. Whatever, dude. You're gonna be miserable either way. I at least will have lived ten happy years drinking drinking homemade almond milk at our funerals. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Johnny. If I die in January, you better break whole thirty, or I'm gonna come back from the dead and beat the shit out of you. Do you enjoy? Do you you don't drink cow's milk, do you? Uh, yes. Well, I yes, skim milk. I don't drink it, but I no, but like in your coffee. Yeah, I skim milk. You skim milk and coffee? Yes, I do too. Really? I, I also yeah, use and, lactate. And for cereal. I have the stuff without any lactose in it. 
Oh, you drink lact- lactate milk? Yeah. Oh, that stuff's terrible. It's fine. It's I'm used to it at this point. It's also same, I think similarly, I don't use I don't I'm not Jordan Scott Huggins. I'm not drinking milk, so I just put it in stuff and it's fine. Mm. Uh I the almond milk that I made, I think it tastes great. I was very pleased with it. I made a matcha this morning with it in it. Yeah. Texturally, great. Taste-wise, great. Yeah. I think just regular milk, I just think it's disgusting. I just think it tastes horrible. Well, it is a, li- a white liquid, which uh, we've well documented that you're not yeah. a fan of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, we, we were making... Of, most of American society would disagree with you, but yeah. <laughs> you mean most of the lobbying dollars would disagree with me? <laughs> oh, got him. You got to open no your one third likes eye, milk Whatever, John, lobbyists. enjoy destroying the planet with your almond milk. We're going to water crisis. You know how, how much less water almonds take than cows? I don't care, Johnny. I'm going to keep... Sipping my stuff and die early, and you'll enjoy. Honestly, I know we were just saying that we don't actually drink the milk. I'm gonna go probably pour a glass after this just to spite you. <laughs> I'm gonna go it's just pour it down the drain. <laughs> it's very important for me to just establish that I'm both better than both of you. <laughs> uh, I will say, Johnny, when we were last time we did Whole 30, we were Amanda was making her own cashew milk, and that was very good. Oh, so I great! Get it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, also, I think for the record, 30... I'm not opposed to almond milk. Almond milk is fine. It's great. It I'm going to, once once Whole30 is over, I'm going to try making oat milk. See how I like that as well? Yeah. Oat I'm milk is where I start getting a little fuzzy. It, it tastes like dirt sometimes. <laughs> You're like, it, and why are there, sometimes it feels like it's like gritty. Like, yeah, we, I, 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 went down a, I went down a pretty big rabbit hole about oat milk the other day. It's also horrible for you a lot of times. <laughs> well, dude, there's like, they try and judge all those. Sorry. Well, so, okay, there's a couple different ways that it can go wrong. One, there's a lot of gums in it that are apparently real bad for you. Two, you can hide sugar in it like crazy. You add, like, maltose, I think it is, and, like, it reacts with the oats and then creates sugar at a glycemic index of 100. (laughs) But they don't have to put that on the label, so it just spikes your blood sugar like crazy. (laughs) But they also... Like you had a box of Sour Patch Kids. Those ones... A lot of times they're also the ones where they're like, and it's Snickers flavored oat milk. And you're like, well, it's oat milk, but it's also Snickers. And it's like, it's. And you're like, how is there no added sugar to this? <laughs> it's like, well. Uh, I uh, can't drink almond milk on account of it would kill me. Uh, James, that's right. That's why uh, it's my favorite milk. <laughs> <laughs> that single reason. Hell. Yeah, I'm curious to try yeah. making your own oat milk because a lot of the stuff I read said that it can get slimy when you make it yourself. And I'm like, that seems like something that I'll need to experience before I'd be like, ah, yes. Care- that's something it not also, to do. The, I don't know if, I, I again, I don't have like the most experience with oat milk, but all the oat milk I've I've seen is like, it's like off-white. It's like this yeah. weird, it's not a. It's, but that's fine. Ugh. Yeah. I don't mind that. It's, I don't care for I it. I mean, I'm going to put it in, into like matcha or coffee. So like color is going to, it's going to be fine. Yeah. It, all milk is great, except for the ones that will kill me. So <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So I'm doing some healthy cooking. James hates it. I'm having a nice time. It's a good, uh, when you don't go, I also did like, I was looking through like budget stuff this weekend and we have spent uh, no money on restaurants this month. Boy, I normally spend a lot more than that on restaurants. Oh, yeah. I mean, cutting out booze alone will make you, like, because that, that is a, one thing I typically don't drink when I go out to dinner and stuff. So when I go out, say, with Mr. John Newman, and I, I do have a drink or two, I'm always shocked by my bill being way more expensive. Being, than like, it, twice than it, as much. Yeah, I'm like, what is happening? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's right. We had two drinks. And it's like, yeah. it's it like is another a financial, It is a financial cheat code to not drink when you go out for dinner like they really that's it where really they're making their money yeah um but yeah 
the not going out at all really you're just like oh my credit card statement is super reasonable <laughs> this, <laughs> this is actually fine to me <laughs> yeah yeah my groceries were like a decent bit higher but then when you look at the no restaurants it's like it's crazy how it offsets yeah, oh, yeah. it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. incredible well what um, now should we talk about I didn't talk about my food adventures. We don't yeah, no, care. I don't. We, we don't right, want them. Let's move on. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we would love do? to hear. No, the only thing I wanted to talk about is: Have you? I, I'm sure we've talked about it. I had one of the worst cases of order envy I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, I went out to dinner with uh, Olivia's Olivia, her dad, and her brother, uh-huh. and um, it was an Italian restaurant. It was very good, but I was debating between getting chicken parm. Or um, this, like, spicy chicken pasta dish. And I was like, mm. you know what? I've had chicken parm before. I'm going to go with the spicy chicken pasta dish. And it came, my my spicy chicken pasta dish came out. And it was, like, a decent size. It looked good. It tasted pretty good. I was like, okay. Um, Olivia's brother ordered the chicken parm. And they brought that thing out. And they... I, it was like the size of a tire, the, this chicken parm. It was <laughs> overflowing with cheese. There was a big helping of pasta next to it. And I immediately was like, I regret everything in my life that has led me to this <laughs> moment. I wanted that chicken parm so bad. And like, it would be one thing if it was Olivia's because then I would get some. But it wasn't. <laughs> it was her brother. So I had to just sit there and watch him. Did you say anything? Chicken. Oh, I, I was like, I regret immediately. I told them immediately. I was like, I made a mistake. I wanted hey, that. I hey, buddy, that. you you want trade? Yeah, you do a little trade. So Did he give I'm, you a little bite? No. What? No. I feel like when someone says, "Oh, like you made a better order," I feel like at that point you have one of two options. You can either go, "Yeah." Or you can say, oh, do you want some? Right. And he or didn't you, say, do you want some? I mean, I think you should leave Todd us that you're allowed to just eat the whole thing. I don't like, Johnny, you know I don't like sharing food. Um, James doesn't like sharing. <laughs> no. So I, I'm i going to eat all of this. And I, if you admire it, I'm going to tell you how good it is. And you're not going to know. You're not going to know how good it is because I'm not going to give you any. Yeah. I still think you could have pulled rank. You're the one who's married to his sister. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're, you're, the, you're the new alpha. <laughs> it is a um do you will both of you read an entire menu or will you stop when you see the thing you want i almost never stop <laughs> like i am i am still looking up until the moment that we're ordering just because i get such decision paralysis about like all right i know that i like these two or three things am i feeling adventurous today and if I am, then it makes things more complicated. And if I'm not, then like I'm still stuck between three things I would really enjoy. It's frustrating. Um, yeah, I don't have. I, it's I don't really get the decision paralysis, but there are times where I'm like right up until they ask me, I'm like I don't know about this. But I usually you, you gotta. I go through a menu probably three or four times. You gotta. You clock, I guess it depends on how big of a menu. It yeah, is like like, you're, like I, a diner menu. Yeah, I mean that's fair. But like you, you go through, you clock what you want. Yeah. You know, you're like, okay, this is this is leader in the clubhouse. This is number two. This is number three. Then you go back through because there's nothing worse. Like, and I've I've made the mistake. There's nothing worse when <clears throat> you order and then somebody else down the down the table says like, oh, "I'll have the prosciutto." Something you're like, "Oh, they have prosciutto." Oh. <laughs> right. Oh, I didn't even see it. I didn't Where even was see it? it. Someone's like, "Oh, it's on the back." You're like, "There's a back of the menu." <laughs> They got a Chipotle chicken parm that's never been done. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So yeah, I I I try to be pretty thorough so that I don't end up uh, missing. <laughs> My good sir uh, Garcon, bring me your longest menu, please. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, Should we talk about Sweeney Todd? Yeah, glad glad we stopped talking about Sweeney Todd for that. <laughs> uh, never seen it. Um, uh, also never seen it. Have listened to some of the songs from the show on Spotify. Yeah. Specifically the Pie Maker Lady song. Yeah, she's great in the... Uh, I've not seen the movie. Did see it on Broadway with your boy Josh Groban. It was great. You um, and Josh Groban went and saw yeah. Sweeney Todd? You're friends with Josh Groban? Yeah, the Grobes. I mean, he's the homie. <laughs> so you've seen you've seen it uh, in the flesh. I've That's seen it in the flesh. That. It is fun. He was very good. And, uh, you know, it's... I, I think like most musicals, there's like... Because some parts where you're like, all right, I'm, I'm kind of done now. But it, it largely is very good. I think I know what it's about, but give me the give me the 10-second version. Uh, there's a guy who, uh, is mad at another guy and is a barber and then starts killing people to make money and, uh, right. you know, turning them into meat pies. Okay. So the, the meat, like Babish kept talking this episode about how he was doing approximation of human meat. Yeah. And I put two and two together, but I realized like, I don't actually know what's yeah. going yeah. If you've not the barber, seen the barbers above a pie shop and they slide the bodies down from the barber down to the pie into shop, the pie shop the to become and the pies. pies with the bodies and people, nice. people, they go. They just go bananas. Oh, Absolutely so it's about, bonkers it's, it's for these a, pies. It's a play about sustainability. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, also a play about uh, haircuts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> a yeah, rich it, subject there's, matter. There's a whole song called Tip Your Barbers. Yeah. Yeah. I, it felt it felt Original very much fighter, like someone tacked on. Barbershop 4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jo- Joe, where does this fit into the barbershop canon? Uh, this is sort of, I would call this uh, prequel lore. Okay. Uh, nice. Yeah, it's no barbershop too. Don't get me wrong. Okay, um, barbershop four, Tokyo Drift. It does. <laughs> it does have the feeling like it feels like someone too, took two disparate uh, like stories and then mashed them together. Where it's like, hey, this is a story about people who are forced to eat or people who are sold these pies made of meat. And someone's like, yeah, and he's a barber. Like, like it's very, <laughs> yeah. it feels very like, like it was the, a Mad Lib. Yeah, the barber guy was like my thing too. <laughs> well, <laughs> Joe, how do you think? Do you think uh, this show would be stronger or weaker if Cedric the Entertainer was just thrown into it? Stronger, absolutely. Okay, yeah, that's what I was hoping you. I haven't seen it, but I'm positive yeah. stronger. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, they. <laughs> I feel like there are implications of uh, maybe there's not. It'd be very funny to guess. <laughs> just imagining like. Like the demon black barber of Fleet Street, like the, <laughs> they, they make the, the, the <laughs> like they call it out unnecessarily. <laughs> they make a big deal of it. And there's yeah. no reason for them to filling in for Josh Groban tonight. A hologram of Bernie Mac. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyhow, it's good. You should uh, check it out, maybe. I don't know if the Johnny Depp version's any good, because I think uh, he's kind of a tool. But maybe that's pretty... The only Johnny Depp version I launch is Wonka. <laughs> the second one. Yeah. When are they going to do a Pirates of the Caribbean uh, musical? You know what I mean? Wonka's man's chest. <laughs> that was perfect. Nailed it. Um, well, uh, he makes a pie, and that's a big part of the play, apparently. Yes. 
So the pie that he makes, he uses uh, what was it? It was lamb. Uh, it was lamb liver? kidney. Lamb, lamb kidney, kidney fat. fat. Lamb kidney fat. Those are three words. Again, you stick together. And they, he it, wanted it, it to imitate what like human would be, and mm-hmm. he thought that li- like the funkiness of lamb fat would do that. So interesting, interesting fat to use in a uh, pastry. The the shot of him rendering down the lamb kidney fat was crazy. It was disgusting. It, it struck me, Johnny, I'm guessing in the same way that uh, spatchcocking does for you. I was like, oh, this is my shit. Rendering down fat is cool to me. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Have you ever rendered your own fat? Um, not mine off of my own body, no, but sure. other fats, sure. Well, great. No further questions. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I had the exact opposite reaction. I don't enjoy that. There's something... I don't, I don't know. There's something it freaks me out about it, like the going the solid the solid to liquid state about it. And I guess just, you just don't like body horror. Uh, which I don't. Is... I really don't. <laughs> Truly, I don't. Well, you don't like horror um, generally. I don't, but body horror especially, like Cronenberg, all that stuff. Dude, get that out of my fucking face. I don't give a what fuck about, about it. What about like Total Recall? Um, that. Like I, I'm not like a huge fan, but like it also there's like weird stuff that happens in it, and I'm not like yeah, I'm like ooh, <laughs> but like I, I'm not I'm not avoiding it like I am like yeah, some body I'm horror with you. Stuff. Horror, horror where it's just like explicitly showing stuff. I'm not into that even a little mm-hmm. bit. Where it's like, hey, look, we we figured out a way to show on camera that like uh, we're exploding someone's head or whatever. Not yeah, th- that's not a into it. sort of blatant example, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. The pa- the pastry that he makes with it though looks I mean it's like a standard hot water crust pastry, uh, but yeah I thought that was an interesting the lamb fat was interesting I don't know yeah and then uh, he said the the water crust pastry has to be uh, firm but not tough like a loving father and uh, that's just a fun silly thing that's to a that's a real glimpse into his home life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't want to say it because it's wasn't he raised by his was he raised by his dad or raised by his mom? I don't know. It's one. Of the, it's, it's one of the others. I don't know either. But if I had to guess, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he one thing we forgot to mention that he starts off singing the song himself to avoid uh, uh, copyright infringement, copyright yeah. issues. So Did it's always a real fun time when he sings. Yeah, James hated it. Uh, <laughs> uh, he uses chuck roast as the main meat in the pie. Uh, and he seasons it pretty lightly, and then just some onions. It was a pretty loose, like pretty easy filling. I was always under the impression from uh, MythBusters, I believe is where I learned it, that pork was the closest meat to to humans. Hmm. He also does an episode a long time ago from Hannibal where they eat uh, human. His liver was some pork, fava beans. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Incorrect. <laughs> we have not done that. He eats um, his liver with some fava beans and ice candy. <laughs> uh, it was it was from the TV show, I think. It was like oh not, yeah, not, no, I know not, Hannibal, not Silence of the Lambs, right? <laughs> yeah, it was clay roasted thigh yes. from Hannibal, but he used pork for that. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, that was interesting. That they that switched. was from six years ago. I can't believe you didn't oh remember that. <laughs> do you guys like uh, a Charles roast? <laughs> I do like a Charles roast, <laughs> like a Chaz roast. A nice jazz roast. <laughs> you got to cook it for a long time, but Charles, boy, I like him. Yeah, big fan. Is that why for, for Charles Prime Rib is called that? Probably not. That would be insane. No one else could make a joke that stupid but me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Let me see. Uh, this if one they say on their website. This is a pun. They're not going to say that. <laughs> about section. <laughs> it's just the name is a pun, and that's it. <laughs> and it says their logo at the top of the website, and then I think it says, "Do you get it? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you here?" <laughs> uh, then he puts it in the oven for two fucking hours. It's crazy. Yeah, I was shocked at how long it took. Yeah, I was confused about that as well because, um. How how can pastry not just absolutely get destroyed in in the oven for two What's hours? What's interesting or is that he it's I mean the type of pastry that it was like a hot water it was just fat and like butter I mean fat and flour yeah. and water and then like he didn't put an egg wash or anything on it and after two hours it looked the same color and then he put an egg wash on it and then it browned up so it's almost like I feel like he could have gone forever with that. I crust. wonder if it, it's something to do with like the fat that's in the water crust pastry makes it like more resilient to heat maybe i don't know we're we're out of our depth here yeah I mean, and I, again i think he needed to cook it that long because the for the meat, yeah for the, yeah, chuck the meat inside is raw but like and also needs to tenderize like that type of meat you can't just sear it real quick it's going to be gross do they always are pies always made with raw ingredients like oh on the inside like the fillings yeah i don't i mean i don't think always but i think a lot of the time hmm yeah, I mean, I think that, like, if you have the, the right, like, a puff pastry, you probably want to do, like, a cooked filling and then just cook it real yeah. quick in the oven. Uh, I looked up uh, just hot, or co- hot water crust pastry generally, and one of the first articles is, hot water crust breaks all the rules. So, we are dealing with the bad boy of pastry. <laughs> what you gonna do, you know? And then um, the picture is, is a, is a, is a uh, pot pie smoking a cigarette and wearing sunglasses, so... <laughs> Have either of you ever had like a proper meat pie? I'm yeah, so glad you I, asked. I love them. I was just in Chicago and ate two. <laughs> Remember? Were you oh, at that's a British? Right. You went to the. F- the Were you at a British pub. style pub? I was. It was called the Armitage wow. House. Have I mentioned it? James, what a set! Um, I bumped it by talking. <laughs> you said it, and Joey ate two pies. I'm pulling up their what, menu so I can tell you what it was. What pies did you get? Huh? Did you have a steak and ale? Uh, I did have a steak and ale. And they I think the other one was a uh, like a chicken tikka. Have we ever talked about Taskmaster? Have we talked about that on this podcast or generally? Do you mean do you mean Dungeon Master? Are you talking about Dungeons no. and Dragons? You I'm mean talking Task about Rabbit, where you hire people to do things for you because you have disposable income that they don't have. Yeah, both great comments. Um, <laughs> it is a, it is a British TV show that is extremely British. Friend of the pod, Phil Stamato, introduced me to it. It is a panel of five comedians, and there is a taskmaster, and he gives them tasks to do, and they get judged on points. I think you did bring this up, and then I asked if it was a different show, and I couldn't remember the name of the show that I was asking about it. And right. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey, you talk. No, no I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I've seen clips of this before. Yeah. So one of the tasks from season one is they have them identify different types of pie without eating them. And so, like, the first guy, like, does all, like, real pies, but then they're all filled with, like, marbles and toothpaste and stuff. Identify the contents of the pie without breaching the pastry. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's and they're great. all tasks like that. They're, like, so silly. It's great. It, I, I really enjoy it a lot. It seems it seems right up my alley Britishly. Like, uh, I, I, Johnny, I should have told you this as well. Have you seen Kunk on Earth? No, I've never even heard of it. Uh, Kunk on Earth and Kunk on Britain. It's uh, a lady doing basically... Uh, a milder version of like what Sasha Baron Cohen does and just like making smart people look like fools by asking stupid questions. 
I love it. What she, I think she said one question she asked the guy, she goes, uh, what was the most political event in history? And the guy's like, <laughs> nonplussed. He's like, I don't, what, I don't even know how you could define that. And she's like, and then she just starts naming things. She's like, was it this? Was it this? <laughs> but she also has like the thickest, uh, is it L- L- Liverpudlian or Man- Manchester accent? Whatever. Her accent's crazy. Um, and it makes it more fun for me. I love a little British style pie. I think they're great. I wish we had them more here. Do you yes. remember for a while in New York there was this uh, like shop called Pie Face? I never went, but sold. I remember hearing about it. I remember a, a coworker told me that she liked to think of it as piafache, which I always thought was <laughs> extremely funny. That's very good. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I love a pie. I like a, a steak and ale pie. Uh, you know, a ham and cheese. Like yeah, I, I haven't like, ever really done one, and they seem like they're made for me. They're perfect. So I don't. Yeah, yeah. Got, I mean, like, if you like an empanada, it's just a British empanada. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we got a couple in New Zealand when we were there. We got, I think, also. Yeah, I bet they, I bet they do it real a good. A steak there. and ale and um, uh, a butter chicken, and it was they're so good. Into it, yeah. Flaky, great. A meat wrapped in dough is good in every culture. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of one that that I could use as an exception, but they all felt either racist or stupid. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, he, it, 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 what's interesting, this is a short episode. It's only like four minutes and change. They said that this was going to be the one from the the play, and then they were going to do a real one. But they liked this one so much that they didn't need to do a Babish version, yeah. which I appreciate. Yeah, it honestly, a perfect episode of this of this show is four minutes long. In and out, baby. Truly, truly phenomenal. Yeah, um, great stuff. Yeah, big fan. Should we correspond with a coward? Do it. Let's comes to us from our buddy ian subject line bojangles uh ian says yo babish boys just wanted to put this out there for the next time james goes on a trip or joe walks two feet outside the chicken biscuit is good but if you can get the pimento cheese spread added for like 99 cents it fucks uh so ian duly noted p.s congrats to joe on michigan i'm not a college ball guy but the fsu thing made my mom and grandma furious so that was fun in the group message (laughs) P.P.S. Tucker can go fuck himself. That, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, Fight. That's the name of my first dog. Not going to take shit from a guy named after a golden retriever. Laugh my ass off. <laughs> oh, I love this. What? I love this so much. What a fire yes. shot. Uh, I'm not going to fight club him <laughs> like the pod suggests. <laughs> Uh, because I vaguely remember him saying he has abs in an email, and I am a person who has opinions on Bojangles. Take that as you will. I do not have an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, uh, just stupendous. Thank you. Um, that was great. You acknowledging the Fight Club does now make you complicit, and you know you do have to do it. Um, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know it you, is a legally binding contract. You, you did kind of sign your own death warrant there, and uh, you know Tucker's probably gonna. Break his foot off in your ass. So, no. See, I think I I, I disagree. I think Ian might have the weight advantage here, and, and in boxing and in fights, that can be a lot. Sure, that can, means he that might have the reach too. Yeah, might have the reach. Um, do you guys fuck with pimento cheese? <laughs> yes, yes, but I also don't really understand the. Uh, the entire cultural oeuvre about it. Like okay. the, the whole South goes nuts for this stuff. Right. And it's good. It's good. Yeah. 
Have you ever had it served with fried saltines? No. That I might have. I, uh, a restaurant in, I guess, where was I? I was in Athens, Georgia, had that. And they had like a fancy version of it. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, I do resonate with James. Like it's, and also, as you know, I don't like mayonnaise, but I'm also a hypocrite. So it, it, it can toe <laughs> the line for me of yeah. whether or not I enjoy it. it. It's it's a yellow liquid addendum to the white liquid theory. Right. But like a pimento cheese sandwich at the Masters, how that's like a thing. Yeah. That, that I'm like, okay, sure. Sure. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I will give you that, that there are aspects of it down this way that feel a little bit like w- we get it. <laughs> like, yeah. like the same as any regional thing where it's like enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Although to Ian's email, John, the, apparently the, the the move of the Masters is to take the pimento cheese sandwich, open her up, take the chicken from the chicken sandwich, throw the chicken in there. Yeah, and then you got yourself a chicken pimento. Is it a sandwich. chicken salad or a straight up chicken? They have a chicken salad sandwich, and then I believe they have like a chicken, probably like a cutlety kind of thing. Like, yeah, like so this a, is like, like a, a dry chicken that the pimento it's like, cheese is. It's like a spice. I think it's like a spicy chicken sandwich or something like that. Damn. Well, that'll run you like eighty-two cents total. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you, you know that they're cheap that sandwiches? That's a story that they should bring up again this year. Yes. <laughs> yes. <sir. laughs> Thanks, Ian. Thanks, buddy. Go! If you like the podcast, please like and subscribe. Give us those five star reviews. If you want to follow us or more on Twitter, we're Gavin with Babish on Instagram. And if you want to send us emails with your own. Bojangles suggestions or who you think will win in a fight, uh, Tucker versus Ian. Um, send us who you think, and we'll we'll set odds on it, and then we can bet on it. Let's start an illegal betting ring. Yes, uh, forward down the field, go Lions. Send that to Gavin. Okay, bye. Yeah.